I have three empowering words to share with you, and they all start with the letter E. They are embody, embrace, and elevate. In this episode, I would love to share with you and invite you to join me because it was one that was a bit of a surprise to me. In fact, I had no idea what was going to come through other than hearing the collective animal energy and animal spirit say to me, tell a story. And when I heard that, immediately my mind came into the forefront, tried to figure it all out, tried to figure out a story to tell, and it was just not bringing me anywhere. But then my super conscious mind, that higher aspect of me came forward and invited me to just trust the journey. I get that a lot. It's kind of like this lesson that is taking me a bit longer than what I had hoped to, to learn by now. It's just trusting the journey. So choosing to trust this journey, I hit the record button and the rest all fell into place. So in this particular episode, you are going to be able to connect in on an energetic level to find deeper meanings to why you choose to do some of the things that you do in life and why those particular choices, what value they hold for you. You're also going to learn whether these choices are helpful or not. And lastly, you'll learn how to embody, embrace, and elevate your vibration and frequency to a new level by connecting inwards with your superconscious divinity. It's that space that's held within our heart space on our physical body to receive clarity. Oh, and something really cool. There was a really awesome divinity tool that's come to my awareness on how to receive further insight on life situations. And you're going to hear about this in this particular episode and how you can do this too. So are you ready? Let's embody, let's embrace, and let's elevate with the collective animal energy. Hi everybody, it's Mary Beth Haynes, and I'm the gal who speaks with animals and the host of the Awaken with Animals podcast. Awaken with Animals is a collection of inspiring channelings from the animals themselves and messages of guidance from them those that we call our friends. They delve into the heart of the mind, body, spirit, and soul. And along with friends, some old, some new, I'll be having impactful conversations with other like-minded people who share a variety of profound experiences that animals and other sentient beings have brought to their lives. Anything from the journey of healing to the celebrations of life, there's an animal who has a story to tell a lesson to teach us, and a gift to provide to us all. This podcast promises to bring you uplifting inspiration and divine loving guidance. I'll be calling upon the collective animal energy, animal spirit, and the beings of light to match and join our vibration. I will channel messages of love and hope, as well as help you with your own connection to the animals in your life, in nature, and more. We'll explore all of this with our heart's authenticity and our soul's growth in a space of divine wisdom and love always. So be prepared to be amazed at just how profoundly deep an animal's message can be, why they are here to assist humanity, and to learn just how many blessings they have to share with you. It is my heart's intention that as we awaken with animals, we will activate a deeper and meaningful life. Hey everybody, it's Mary Beth Haynes, also known as the gal who speaks with animals. Welcome back 
Welcome back to the Awaken with Animals podcast, an opportunity to activate a deeper and meaningful life. Ah, You know, I'm taking a deep breath right there because I'm getting that nudge. It's time for another episode. It's time for something new. And a little while ago, I was explaining on some of the episodes how I was feeling a block or I was feeling like things weren't flowing as well. And guess what started happening again? You guessed it. I, over the last couple of weeks, I've been feeling, I don't know if it's quite a blockage, but it's more of allowing things to flow and allowing them to flow as they are just surrendering to the process and that feel and that need to be in control. So it's like kind of going back in time to times in my life where I felt out of control and my coping mechanism for that was to do what I could to get back in control and therefore the message that I I taught myself and that you know was to when I feel I'm in control therefore I am and it served me to a point but you know what it it didn't really serve me fully and it doesn't serve me fully because I am not control I am not needing to control something in order to feel safe Does that make sense? So in other words, have you ever had where if you don't feel like you're in control, it's way out of your comfort zone, you're not sure how to handle things, things aren't with clarity or things feel very confusing or, you know, full of anxiety or just not running properly as to what you would like it to be, if that makes sense. And then all of a sudden, you get yourself in control, where you feel like you're in control, and you've got control of the situation, and you do the coping mechanisms that you've taught yourself how to do in order to get in that state. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, yes, I've got control of this. I can move forward. Well, it's really interesting because before I hit record, on this particular episode and and during this time together, I kept hearing a couple things. The first one seems to have to do with what I'm talking about. And I love how these are so unscripted. I hit record, I just start talking, right? Beforehand, I have to set my intention and I have to get in the energy and the the do the energy management to be able to connect in with animal spirit collective animal energy guardian animals of lightness guardian angels of lightness and to be able to do these and i do that and i hit record and i just start talking and so that's where we're here now the first thing that that came through before i hit record was tell a story tell a story and of course my human mind my head gets kind of in the way what story am I going to tell? Hmm, let's start thinking. And then all of a sudden, it's like my superconscious mind said, wait, halt, <laughs> take a breath. This isn't about thought and trying to plan what it is. They, you know, it's like, it's like my, my spiritual team said to me, you've made these episodes unscripted and you made them unscripted for a reason. Stay unscripted, hit that record button and just go. 
right? And so that's where I am now. And uh, I think the story that is coming forward is the story about being in control. The story about how ever since I was little, I would do certain things or I would find certain ways that I could get myself back in control. A lot of times it was with food. I felt like if I was stressed out or I couldn't handle something, I would turn to food to feel like I was back in control. And does that not sound um, a little crackers? <laughs> no pun intended when I say crackers being food. Like a little... Um, it just sounds so weird the way that I just said it. You know, ever since I was little, I don't feel like I'm, if I don't feel like I'm in control, I'll turn to food. And then all of a sudden, if I eat some food, you know, some certain food, I will actually feel like I'm back in control. How weird is that? You know, this is the actual first time I've ever heard myself say this out loud. And that's why I'm giggling because it's like, okay, if I'm having a hard time with someone or I'm having a miscommunication with someone and I feel like I've lost control of it and I'm having all of these emotions come through, I don't know how I'm going to handle things. I'm having all of these feelings and thoughts and, and, and discombobulations and you know my head is full and all those things. I will turn to food so that I can change how I feel, so that I can feel back in control of what, you know, what's going to happen next. And (laughs) I taught myself that food will get me back in control. When I'm talking about food, I'm not talking about, you know, wonderful, high vibrational, fruits and vegetables and you know all of those wonderful superfoods and things that will will you know be such a beautiful boost to our physical being i'm talking about the sugars the refined foods the foods that calm my brain down and the reason why they calm my brain down is because they make my body tired (laughs) right they kind of suppress my body And then in turn, I actually taught myself that that's how you get back in control. Isn't that interesting? I think we use substances for a lot of things that we try and work through in life, right? You know, one way is food. Another way is alcohol, drugs, um, smoking, you know, many, many different kinds. In fact, you know, it, it could even be um something like well my sister for one um for one example she loves tea and if she finds that she really needs to prepare for something or um learn a new script or something like that with the work that she does she will drink a lot of tea and of course tea has the caffeine and it kind of gives her the energy but I also have seen in her that tea is kind of her go-to to be able to help feel structured to get into focus to get into to get into that mode and so it's just really interesting what we will turn to but going back because I keep hearing and, and seeing like a book, like a storybook. So tell your story, tell the story. So I'm just tapping in here because what's coming forward, and I had no clue, of course, that this is here, 
is what does this mean? So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm planting my feet firmly on the ground. I'm actually elongating my spine. I'm sitting up straighter and I'm connecting in with intention and I'm connecting inwards. I'm actually connecting inwards to my heart center. I've learned a lot that when we come forward with things in life or things come forward and we're trying to work them through, regardless of what they are, when we can turn inwards and ask specific questions, we have that aspect of us that has the answers. So when I sit here, feet on the ground, elongated spine, taking a deep breath, As I breathe out, I connect deeper down into the earth. And so I find that when I connect deeper down into the earth, I can wrap my beautiful anchored roots or I can even bring down my earth star chakra, which is underneath my feet and bring that down and wrap it around Mother Earth, wrap it around her beautiful core, thanking her for this wonderful anchoring. And then as I breathe in, I'm breathing up into my heart space, her wonderful foundational support. And it feels so good. And then as I breathe in again, I'm breathing up and I'm connecting my soul star chakra, which is above my head, and I'm connecting it up to that beautiful source energy, asking for the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light. And as I breathe out, I'm pulling that down through my crown chakra, through my third eye, through my throat, and down into my heart. And then I'm feeling this balanced polarity from Mother Earth and from that beautiful source energy, that pure love light, that that spot of divinity, that space of that higher self, super conscious mind. And as I breathe in and out, they come up from Mother Earth and back down, and they come down from source energy and back up. And it just feels really good. And I invite you to try this at any time you're looking for clarity. So now I feel more anchored and I feel even more focused than I did before I hit that record button. And when I ask myself, I started talking about feeling like I was feeling a bit blocked, feeling like the need of wanting to be back in control. And having that essence of food energy, sugary foods, starchy foods, lots of carb foods, foods that are more heavy and dense and not high vibrational. Why? Why do I want those foods when I feel this way? And what I'm hearing is it's because it's kept you safe. How interesting is that? So I'd like to ask, if these foods have kept me safe, does that mean, what does that mean? What does that mean? Why do these foods keep me safe? I'm hearing, because since a young child, you learned that when these foods were provided, you were able to calm down. When these foods were provided, you were able to go into a different mode. When these foods were provided, you were able to check out into a different space. 
And this space that you would check into is a space of disassociation. For when you dissociated from the actual image or situation, you then felt like you were in control. And the part that you enjoyed the most was the feeling the food gave you so that you didn't have to work on what was being presented to you on an emotional level and on a physical level. For you could dissociate from it. You could become more heavy and dense so that the truth did not have to be shown to you. Wow. And this makes so much sense. Because when I was a young child, there was um, what I perceived to be for uh, some significant um, trauma and abuse that happened. And it was something that I had um, a really hard time with, with anxiety and things like that, right? And so, and naturally so. And I found that I just keep going back to the food. And what's been happening lately, because I feel like like my higher self is bringing me forward into kind of present time and how the feeling and the, the, the it's almost like this insatiable need to be able to feel like I'm back in control and getting those cravings again for those heavy, heavy, dense foods. Whereas my my conscious choice like my if i tap into kind of like what what would i choose if i if i could choose right now i would want to choose high vibrational foods i would want to choose those foods that that feed the body that that nurture the body that that enlighten the body right so that the the body and the, and the energy and all of those can can work in unison in a way that will be in the highest and the best for this body. So that's my choice. However, lately I've been defaulting a lot back to those dense, dense foods. And this all started with hearing tell a story, tell a story. So I'm just tapping into, you know, all of our, like, so I'm going to say all of our spiritual teams, right? Because we are all here as part of this. If you're listening to this right now, right? You are a part of this. And and to kind of have the the foundation to tap into my spiritual team, to connect in with the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light, asking what is the purpose? What is the purpose of me telling this story? Number one is for me to connect in deeper to be more aware and mindful of the choices that I'm making and how they originate from a long, long time ago and how they originate from being taught. I taught myself that when I do this action, I can detach from what it is that's needing my attention. And when I detach, I don't deal with it. And when I detach, I feel like I'm more in control. Whereas if I am with that situation that's needing my attention, I don't feel in control. So I feel inspired to ask you if there's something that you can relate to with this story. 
And it could be something that just has to do with with anything that you might be going through right now and how you might not have realized that your coping mechanism and choice to be able to do so may have started way back when you were a child as well. Or maybe it was a certain point in your life. I'm hearing that the whole purpose of this exercise of telling the story is to become aware of when things started happening in our lives, of choices that we made to to maybe try and help ourselves when in essence it could feel like we've helped ourselves but it hasn't dealt with that situation, if that makes sense. And I feel the inspiration to ask you where in your life do you want to have a change in some choices that you're making and how you are handling certain situations. And by by going in and connecting with the earth and connecting with that beautiful shiny star that's yours, your higher self, that divine place, calling in the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light, getting that beautiful balanced polarity from the earth and from your star, right? That beautiful super conscious divine space, source energy. And connecting in and asking yourself, what purpose does this choice have for you? And why is it there? What does it do for you when you make that choice? Does it help you? Does it detach you like I found out from me? What does it do for you and is it helpful? See if you can get more information and sometimes... You can do this by talking to yourself like I just did, or you can write it down and kind of do some writing about it. You can have that kind of that stillness space. I love sitting in the tub because water is a conduit for energy. And so I'll sit in the bath and I'll sit in the water and I'll just ask certain questions and information comes through that way as well. And if you have any questions about this or you want to reach out and just say, you know, there's there's something, you know, I'm not sure about or you just want an ear to listen, you are always, always welcome to message me. Just send me an email to thegalspeaks at gmail.com. I'm here to hold this space. Um, allowing you to have full responsibility of it but to hold the space of support to you as you move through it. What story would you like to tell? And what will come from there will come from there. That is a collective animal energy and animal spirits offered to you. What story will you tell? And what will come from it from there? Thank you so much for being a part of this with me and allowing me this space to be able to get some insight and some answers to why I've been feeling this so much lately and how it, it really comes back to a choice that I made that when I do this and I act upon these certain foods, then I feel like I'm in control when I'm really not. What it's done is it's made me like um, more dense. Uh, it's brought me kind of to a, a place where I can dissociate and not have to deal with it, right? So there's a lot of clarity that has come forward for this for me. And so again, giving you the opportunity to do so yourself to get that clarity. 
a gift from the animals to you. So earlier, I mentioned to you that there were two things that were coming through. Number one was tell a story. So we've done that. The second one is there is a woman in Squamish, British Columbia, Canada. Her name is Danielle Sarang, and I've been listening to her podcasts. It's called Spirit School, and I've been listening to her for probably about a year now. I came across her, and I'm doing this in air quotes, by accident, where we all know there is no accident. It was complete synchronicity. But I came across her, and I've been listening to her, her podcast episodes for the, about the last year or so. And I really like um, how she shares. I really like the information that comes through. And so she um, has, uh, on Mighty Network, she has this spirit school space where where people can join. And one of the things that, that she had was um, something called uh, Bibliomancy. And I looked it up and I was finding tons of different information about it. And my head was getting involved and I was just like, okay, too much head involvement. I'm just going to go forward with what she shared. By the way, Danielle is also known as a Squamish medium. So you might have heard of her uh, in that way as well. So Danielle had put out this challenge and she had said, actually, let me just open it up right now. It says here, it that there is a way of being able to receive um, guidance and messages through doing this process, right? So I'm not going to read what she has yet. So I'm going to talk about it in in kind of the words that are coming forward for me. So a lot of times we may use an oracle card deck, we may use a pendulum, we may connect in with spirit and and get messages that way. There's many tools of divination that we can use to be able to get further insight, connect in with that purest and highest love, purest and highest light. And one of the ways that is new to me that I never realized was using a book. And so what it is, is it's, it's, it's becoming clear and asking for information or asking a specific question or something like that. And then you go to a book. You open it, and there's different ways of doing it. You can open it to the part that it opens to on its own. You can pick up a certain page to do it. But you open it to a specific area, and then the information that is within that book will provide you insight and a message. And so this is what Danielle had shared. So she talked about ways of receiving messages from spirit. And so she talked about choosing a book, opening it to a specific page, selecting a passage to read. Whatever is written on the page is what you're meant to read at that time. And so I had mentioned that there were two things that were coming through. Number one was tell the story. We've done that. Number two was try this out. So before I hit record, I went to my bookcase and I looked and I did not allow my mind to get involved. My eyes completely went to this one book called Animal Magic. The Extraordinary Proof of Our Pet's Intuition and Unconditional Love for Us. It's a book by Gordon Smith. It's very nicely sat on my bookshelf for about two years, and I have not read it yet, but I intend to. And so this really popped out at me. So in Danielle's challenge, she says here, choose a book. Use your your intuition to pull one from your collection. Open it to page 111. If 
it was a shorter book, she says to choose a number like 11 or 22 or 33. But if it has enough pages, go to page 111. She says, go to the second paragraph. And if there's one long paragraph, point at a random spot on the page. And then from there, find out your passage. So it could be the first sentence or a short paragraph, whatever will come forward as kind of a complete message. So what I'm doing right now, and of course, this is coming from Danielle. So this is where I'm, I'm sharing it. And again, it's called uh, Spirit School. And she is known as the Squamish medium. So this has all been inspired by her, which felt inspired to do on this particular episode with you. So I'm just holding this book up to my heart space. Again, connecting with Mother Earth, connecting in with pure divine love, purest and highest love, purest and highest light, accessing my superconscious mind. And as I have this book called Animal Magic, And as I hold it to my heart space, I set forth the intention to open it up to page 111. And as I do, I intend to go to the second paragraph and read it out loud with the intention of a message that will come forward for each and every one of us. Sending forth with intention, and so it is. So I'm opening up to page 111. Just give me a moment here. And the second paragraph said, Animals like cats and dogs that are sentient enough to open up to another species and allow us to domesticate them have a kind of radar for someone like Dronma, which is something like a telepathic ability. It travels along the same bonds of connection. To be trusted by an animal as my friend was by her cat means that they have sensed that you have empathy with them and have accepted you into their lives. Animals can trust very quickly and won't spend ages wondering if they were right or wrong about that decision. They'll trust until you do something that breaks that trust. And in the case of some dogs, they'll still go on trusting, even then. They certainly don't waste time wondering how other animals will judge that decision. So this is really interesting because I have no idea who Dronma is. (laughs) Dronma obviously is an animal that they're talking about in this particular chapter. However, in this book on page 111, the message is about animals and specifically like dogs and cats being open enough to, to be sentient enough to open up to another species and work Uh, through a kind of radar, which is something like a telepathic ability. And it talks about trust. And so to be trusted by an animal, as my friend was by her cat, means that they have sensed that you have empathy with them and have accepted you into their lives. Animals can trust very quickly and won't spend ages wondering if they were right or wrong about that decision. They'll trust until you do something that breaks that trust. And in the case of some dogs, they'll go on trusting even then. They certainly don't waste time wondering how other animals will judge that decision. I feel the inspiration to ask you what part of this message speaks to you. I'll share with you what speaks to me because it talks about trust and to be trusted, right? To have that trust and 
that animals trust very quickly. They don't spend time thinking whether they should or whether they shouldn't. They don't think about were they right or wrong in that decision. And they'll continue to trust until something happens that breaks that trust. And of course, in the case of some dogs, even though it may break that trust, that dog, because of their unconditional love, will still continue trusting even though that trust has been broken. And this comes forward again with the inspiration to ask you, how is this a mirror for you when it comes to trusting someone, trusting some sort of situation, trusting a friend, a family member, trusting the world, our current systems, trusting something that ended up in trauma? How does that feel in your heart center? How does it feel when that trust became broken? And what choices did you make from that trust being broken to support and assist the healing that was and is needed from that situation? Did you make the decision to, once that trust was broken, to just push it to the side and dissociate it, dissociate from it like I did? Did you question whether you should have trusted in the first place and became very hard on yourself because of it? How do you feel about the decision you made that resulted in that trust being broken? How has that changed your life experience because of that trust being broken? I'm really getting here because the last sentence says they, as an animal, certainly don't waste time wondering how, how other animals will judge that decision. So animals don't worry about what other animals think about their decision. We as humans really do, don't we? We totally worry about what others will think. We have many people in our life that have certain vibrations with us that may feel like we have a hard time saying certain things or feel like their hold is very strong on our choices that we make or we don't want to hurt them or we don't know how especially with our you know most immediate family members you know there's a reason why we're experiencing life together and it's usually very very sensitive when it comes to our immediate family members as well not to say that that's in every case of course but a lot of times it might be easier to talk to a stranger about something than it is to talk to an immediate family member when it comes to something like what we're talking about. And so I'll read this one more time and then 
I invite you to kind of just tap in and and ask yourself based on the vibration and what we're talking about right now and what we have been talking about during this time together. What message does this have for you? And if there's no message, then that's fine. And maybe, just maybe, there is no message that you're receiving right now or able to receive or tap into right now, but it could come. So there is an opportunity and an invitation to remain open to receiving some further insight because that's what this is all about. It's about choosing a book, opening it up to page 111, but also to set that intention to receive that message, receive that insight. So I'm going to read it one more time. To be trusted by an animal as my friend was by her cat means that they have sensed that you have empathy with them and have accepted you into their lives. Animals can trust very quickly and won't spend ages wondering if they were right or wrong about that decision. They'll trust until you do something that breaks that trust. And in the case of some dogs, they'll still go on trusting even more. They certainly don't waste time wondering how other animals will judge that decision. I'm going to leave that with you. And again, that invitation is there. Ask yourself those questions. What can you receive from this? And how can this help you with the story that you choose to share or talk about or think about or bring forward? I am very grateful for being able to connect together in this way. And I thank Animal Spirit and Collective Animal Energy for bringing forward my awareness of this aspect of using the book to receive further insight. And I'd like to thank Danielle Sarank, the Squamish medium, for having me learn about it as well. And I'd also like to thank the collective animal energy and animal spirit for even bringing forward doing this after telling a story. So again, the invitation is to tell a story. Write it down, sit in the tub, go out under a tree, tell a story, write it down, talk about it. You know, and again, it could be talking to yourself. It could be getting together with a partner and doing this together. You know, the first person tells their story. The second person tells their story. You both choose a book. You go to page 111. You go to the second paragraph. Set that intention for the further insight ahead of time before you do that and see what happens. See what kind of clarity and information can come forward. We all have the answers. We all have the answers. And we usually seek outwards to find those answers when all along they've always been within. I wish to thank us all for this time together. I thank my higher self. I thank my physical self for this awareness that has come through for my journey. And it all started with hitting record and an unscripted story that came forward, and information that came forward from that, and then information from this particular book called Animal Magic, the extraordinary proof of our pet's intuition and unconditional love for us. 
Dearest and wonderful friends, thank you for this time together once again. I share this information with you, with my heart's intention, and with direct connection to the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light. May you feel the blessings that are all around you. And as we close out our time together with this beautiful collective animal energy and animal spirit, sensing and feeling and sharing that space of that beautiful, loving embrace. We are safe. We are loved. We are here now with present focus. And until next time, I can't wait to connect with you again. Bye for now.